Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Friday. Carol Master in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York. Corey Johnson in our Bloomberg 960 studio in 960. Uh, San Francisco, blah, 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 blah. I can't speak. Um, next time we go to a restaurant, we should look for some branding on our food. What do you think? On the food itself? Yes. It's not Why just not? like the steak with that steer, you know, kind no, of No, you're, you're thinking more like a Cheetos that says Cheetos on the side? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Not. We will talk about this new business of food branding, but first, let's get some data checking business news with Bloomberg News anchor Charlie Pellet. All right. I thank you very much, Corey Johnson. Let us begin with crude oil. And now the numbers at the close of floor trading on the NYMEX. It is brought to you by USCF. Invest in what's real. Visit USCFinvestments.com. That is USCFinvestments.com. West Texas intermediate crude oil up five tenths of one percent today, up 21 cents a barrel to $45 and eight. WTI higher today. Shale drillers kept adding oil rigs even as the price of crude slumped to a one-month low yesterday. Rigs targeting crude rose by 8 to 741 this week. That according to the latest numbers from Baker Hughes. A real fault line in today's trading, a sell-off in tech shares spoiling an otherwise buoyant day as companies from Apple to NVIDIA tumble. NVIDIA down 7.9%. Apple shares, they are down now by 3.8%. Sterling's dropping as the U.K.'s ruling Conservative Party lost its parliamentary majority, plunging the country into uncertainty only days before Brexit negotiations are scheduled to start. Wall Street, meanwhile, looking ahead to the Fed meeting, Jeffrey Yu is head of the U.K. investment office at UBS Private Banking. Right now, it's going back to the Fed, right? So, we know, markets are made at the margin. So, is there any scope um, for the Fed to actually be more more hawkish um, than they are right now. Um, so we are actually um, still uh, looking for two more hikes um, for this year. Um, the risks perhaps are to the downside. But, you know, data isn't disappointing, so not that much reason to buy, but clients can't really see that many reasons to sell either. And I go back to the cash ratios. There is a level of underinvestment in the market. The 10-year down 5.30 seconds with a yield of 2.21%. Gold down 8.20 the ounce to 12.71, a drop there of 6 tenths of 1%. Recapping, the Dow up 44, up 2 tenths of 1%, S&P down 5, down 2 tenths of 1%, NASDAQ now down 110 points, a drop of 1.75%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Well, yeah, say my name, but it's maybe more like taste my name. And what we're talking about specifically is branding on food. Kate Crater is writer at Bloomberg Pursuits here at uh, Bloomberg. And she's got a story about um, how a lot of restaurants, I guess, are now branding their food. They're putting their name on it. How come? I mean, or maybe it makes sense. I don't know. It's um it's um it's purely I, I believe it's purely a social media thing. You know, if you spend any time on Instagram, you know that restaurants are trying so hard to get their message out. And yeah. so if their name is emblazoned on a piece of steak or on a pasta coin, then there's that much more chance that someone's gonna take a picture and that everyone, you know, everyone's gonna be like, Oh, they're at Dante. 
They're at Svoblina. They're at Megu. It's working. Um, it is working. People, if some places like Morimoto, the famous chef Morimoto has a newish ramen place, and every other picture on his on that Instagram feed is of the ramen, and on the ramen, the name is emblazoned on the nori. You can see it. You can't miss it. So cool. Pim Fox would like to know what a pasta coin is. <laughs> That's a good question. There's um, it's like this classic, um, it's a classic um, pasta that's called corzetti that comes from Liguria, I think, um, if you want to get technical about it. But this new place in D.C. called Sfoglina found um, found an old school pasta stamp and got their name emblazoned on it. And now, when you go there and have this corzetti. You'll see the name of the restaurant, Svoglina, so you'll never forget where you are. I mean, it looks like a coin. Exactly. It's delicious. It's got that kind of texture. It has, like, a nice chew and texture. Recommended. Are people doing it well? Like, you sampled it, you mm-hmm. know, and you took a to look. I mean, are they doing it well where it makes you kind of stop and, like, this is kind of cool? I um, I have to say, I think it gets your attention. It's a good question about whether it, like, on what side of the tacky line it stands. <laughs> yeah. um, one place where it's cool, though... Um, Bars have been doing it even a little bit longer, um, and so there's a fantastic bar in the village called Dante, mm-hmm. and they put their name on the ice for their old-fashioned, and I actually got to try it. I went there the other night, and it's just like a simple um, – it's a simple – little press and you just press it onto the ice it's not hot and somehow it works and I'm not that strong you know it's not like you don't have to be superhuman to do it and all of a sudden you get this instant gratification if you get to brand your own ice it's pretty fun it reminds me of what Coke's doing uh, in, in retail where they're putting people's mm. names in it and I see people who would not be uh, on my Instagram feed would might not be celebrating uh, soda <laughs> consumption are, are, are all about that no it's um you know what there are some places it, it it has everything to do. I mean, the roots of it are clearly in, like, much bigger branding. A place like Taco Bell or something comes up with a way to brand um, to brand their food. And, in fact, Umami Burger, which caused a sensation a couple years ago, um, started putting, started branding their buns with a U on it. So it's, it's actually fun, you know, and it really does get your attention. Is it really easy for restaurants to do it? I mean, does it add anything to the cost or anything, or it's pretty easy to do this stuff? That's a good question. I think depending on how much money you spend on that stamp, it's um, it's not. It doesn't take um, that much capital to do it. And, yeah. in fact, there's a new ramen place also in New York City called EAK, and they argue that um, their name is good for you because it's made of calcium. I so. love that one. <laughs> Mark kidding. Yeah, exactly. Doing the back room. Hey, hey, hey. We'll just, you know, it's made of calcium. I haven't, Mark, and, and you said it's happening in D.C. and New York. Anywhere else? Um, yeah, there's I haven't a, seen it yet. Well, you're in, um, you're in San Francisco, right, Corey? There's yeah. a place called Pacific Cocktail Haven um, that's a really good cocktail bar, and they have been branding their ice with um, PCH, which sounds... Illegal, but I think it's been a, the. Um, you know, it's there's, a, there's a there's a there's a there is a club uh, in San Francisco. It's a uh, it's affiliated with the San Francisco Giants. It's actually, the, it's called the Gotham Club, and it's actually in there celebrating the history of of, uh, of the Giants and the Polo Grounds in New York. Uh, and it's out, out in uh, right field. Um, uh, uh, you enter off the street, or actually enter off the pier, and their their ice balls are actually uh, they're balls of ice, but they're um, uh, baseball. Shape with seams in them. I think that's so fun. There's so many fun things happening in ice right now because it's it's just so engaging and it makes your drink better. And then you're supporting the Giants, so that's cool too. Does it also kind of play into Kate? Um, we're talking about Kate Crater, writer at Eppelenburg Pursuits, and just talking about uh, restaurants, kind of not kind of they're branding their food. But um, does it make them stand out? Because I think it also plays to 
this space gets so competitive, right? And people, f- I don't know if people are really loyal to places, um, but people will flip in terms of where they'll go. And I just, you know, a way of making them stand out. It's such a good point, And I think that's one big reason why they do it. For instance, at this bar, Dante, they only brand the ice for a couple of their drinks. And when people get those drinks, they're delighted. I mean, you can see it. You can see they. it's fun for them to watch the bartender brand the ice because yeah. they do it right before your eyes. But then when you get the drink, it's, I think, impossible. If you have a cell phone, it's impossible not to take a picture of it. So it is. It does make you stand out. And you also know exactly where you are. You know, it's reinforcing the name of the restaurant and the message. Well, I think it also shows the importance of social media for all kinds of businesses, whether the businesses are um, giant companies or small restaurants, that they're using social media to uh, to for outreach in ways that they never could. Exactly. No, it's a, it's a, it's a like, cheap easy way to get your message across and to bring it's it's also slightly interactive you know i think it brings people into it would make me take a picture it might have, I, in make, fact i think when the president speaks later i'm gonna head over to the pacific cocktail <laughs> and them. it might even make me join um instagram cory <gasps> no it won't oh, okay it won't kate crater you're the best Thank have you. a great weekend you too kate crater writer at bloomberg pursuits check her on at k-k-r-a-d-e-r kate crater and Twitter. All right, you are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master, Corey Johnson. We do want to get a check on your latest world and national news headlines. We've got Nathan Hager in our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. Another busy day, Nathan. Sure is. And you know, the White House Rose Garden looks pretty good on Instagram, and that is where we're expecting a joint news conference in just a few minutes here between President Trump and Romania's President Klaus Johannes. As soon as they step to the microphones, we will have that for you live. In the meantime, the President's been to the Department of Transportation, not far from the White House, vowing to cut red tape in getting new infrastructure projects approved. Bloomberg's Greg Jarrett's got more on that. Greg? Nathan, President says he wants to cut regulation that makes it take too long for infrastructure projects to get off the ground. It's time to start building our country with American workers and with American iron and aluminum and steel. The president goes on to say the consultants who are used in those projects cost way too much money and take way too much time. Nathan. All right, thanks, Greg. Uh, Secretary of State Rex Tillerson is now calling on Saudi Arabia and three other U.S. allies to ease the blockade against Qatar. Those four nations have cut off diplomatic ties over Qatar's alleged support for terrorism.